Feeling tired? Have you tried ginseng? Today I'm going to talk about American ginseng and Asian ginseng and how it actually affects your energy production. You're watching the Dr. Jake podcast. I'm Dr. Jake. I'm a naturopathic medical doctor and an integrated physician in the state of Utah. On this channel, I'll share with you how you can heal your body without harmful drugs and surgery and actually get to the root cause of your issues. Be sure to subscribe for more videos like this one. All right, let's get started. So ginseng usually is used as a root. So it's a, you could think of it as a root vegetable or herb. Um, it was first started being used in Asia. It was being used for increasing stamina and energy improving brain function and also helping improve libido. So that was the, what it was mostly used in Asian cultures. And then it started becoming popular throughout the world because of all the great benefits that ginseng was having on the body. So I know there are a lot of different strains. What are the most common strains that, uh, that you're aware of and, and how do they, you know, how are they different? How are they similar? The most common strains that I use are American ginseng and Asian ginseng. It really is where are they just coming from? One's coming from Asia, one's come from uh, the Americas and they have the similar effects. I mean, there are some studies saying one does this, one does another, but many times it's just because Asia decided to do a study on this and just there hasn't been a study on American ginseng. They're very similar on the effects that they have on the body. So I don't really use one over the other. I typically am using more American ginseng over Asian ginseng because I'm here in the Americas and I'm able to get it locally. And I don't necessarily trust uh, the Chinese practices many times of supplying it. So I usually am using suppliers that I trust here, but really they, they're very similar in how they affect the body. Specifically on how they work for energy support. Can you dive into, you know, how, how ginseng actually works to help us in that area? So this is really interesting of all the different things that it does to help energy. It's not just one thing that it does. It does so many other different things. So let's dive into the biggest one of all is it's adrenal support. It is an adaptogen. So what that means, it's going to increase cortisol as needed and decrease cortisol if needed. Let's say you're extremely stressed out and you're pumping out tons of cortisol, epinephrine, ginseng will help calm that down. Let's say you're really depleted and you've been stressed out for a long time and your adrenal glands aren't working as well. They need to produce more cortisol. Ginseng will help do that too, because it has several different constituents in it that will increase and decrease the cortisol production. So if you are extremely stressed out, it's kind of like you're a wired but tired individual. It will calm down that cortisol production going on, chill you out, and that will increase your energy production in many different ways, just because you're chill and not stressed out, but also you're going to sleep a lot better, get a better night's sleep, and you're not going to be, you're not going to be able to think as well when you're stressed and it's going to calm all that down. But obviously, if you're really depleted, which is very common now, you're not producing enough cortisol, let's say you're someone that's really stressed out, you're drinking tons of caffeine to keep going. And let's say you actually got to the point that you could drink caffeine right before going to bed and it doesn't do anything on you. That's telling me your adrenal glands are totally shot. It's going to help boost that cortisol production in a healthy way and give you the cortisol that you need. So that's one piece that is going to be helping you with is with the adrenal glands. Also, what's awesome about it is it increases oxygen consumption inside your cells, meaning it's going to give your mitochondria what it needs to make ATP. 
you go through so many different steps inside your mit uh, mitochondria to actually make ATP, which is what our body uses for energy and oxygen helps to do that, especially the last step, the electron transport chain, which needs to go through that process. You need a lot of oxygen for that to make ATP production. So it improves that oxygen consumption inside your cells. So it's not giving you stressful energy like caffeine does. It's actually improving how your cells work and make energy production. Also, what's great about it, it helps the body make healthy testosterone production. It's not going to give you way too much testosterone. Like if you're taking testosterone, or you're taking some of these other supplements out there that are going to make your testosterone way high. It's going to make it in a healthy range for men and women. Testosterone, like we've talked about in other episodes, is going to increase mitochondrial function, increase blood flow, increase muscular strength, increase motivation and stamina. So you're going to have a lot more energy just because of this increasing the testosterone production. It also decreases oxidative stress. So it's a great antioxidant. Oxidative stress damages the mitochondria. So you're not able to make ATP production very well. So it helps with that. Also, oxidative stress causes a lot of inflammation. So that's going to bog down how our metabolic reactions work. And we're going to be tired all the time because of that. Last one that I want to talk about, and there's others that we could talk about, is its blood sugar management. I want to talk about that because a lot of people are tired because they aren't managing the blood sugar well. They are either make too much blood sugar is going into their body and then boom, they're taking it out with too much insulin production, or they just have type two diabetes and they are having way too much sugar hanging out and not getting inside the cells. So what happens with ginseng, it improves the absorption of your cells, taking the sugar in. So you're not going to have those spikes as much. You're going to be able to get that sugar inside your cells and, and you need sugar to be able to make energy or you need fat. But if you're not getting that sugar into your body, into your cells, you're not going to be able to make energy production through all those processes we talked about in, in the mitochondria. Also, if you have way too high of blood sugar, it's going to cause inflammation throughout your entire body. That's going to bog down your metabolism. Also, it's going to damage the organs that make energy producing hormones like cortisol and epinephrine and testosterone and estrogen and progesterone. And it's also going to mess with our serotonin pathways and dopamine pathways in our brain. So keeping our blood sugar under control is huge for keeping our energy healthy. So now, is there anybody that you would say don't take ginseng to? Are there any people with certain conditions you would go, ginseng is the last thing that this person, you know, needs? If you take too much ginseng, it's going to be bad for someone that has high blood pressure, or sometimes it can be bad if you take too much with anxiety, but that is it only if you take too much. Sometimes people feel good with something, they think more is better. And that's not the case with ginseng and, and really not the case for with any supplement or herb is you can get too much of it. And it's not going to be good for you. It really isn't harmful for majority of the population at all. It's a very healthy thing. You could take it as just an, a normal food. And many Asian cultures actually do put it on their food. So it's not a, it's not an unhealthy thing for anyone, except if you take too much of it. So then what would be the best practices for um, dosing as far as how much it should one take if they wanted to try ginseng out for how long? Is this something that you do every day? Do you cycle it? And what's the best methods for taking it? Should we eat it? Um, you know, teas, what, what do you recommend? So you can take ginseng in many different ways. So you can use it as a powder. That's great. You can use it as a tea. That's great. You could also take it as a tincture. All of them are going to be effective and great. So however you want to take it, you could take it that way. The dose that we use is 1000 milligrams, one to two times daily. I would start out slow and work up. So usually I have patients start out really slow at like 250 milligrams twice a day, then go to 500, then go to 1000 milligrams twice a day. 
every person is a little bit different of how much ginseng they need. Some can be really sensitive and 250 milligrams just once a day is all they can do. And it's really great for them or others need to go up to the 2000 milligram mark. It's all healthy and fine with the 2000 milligrams. Some people just get a little too stimulated when they take the higher dose. Very interesting. Thank you so much for sharing um, those details. And then Dr. Jake, would somebody want to take this every day? Or I know with some adaptogens, it's good to cycle because you're actually, ideally the adaptogen is, is teaching your body to adapt, right? Um, so how does that work with ginseng? So it is something that you can take every day. If you are someone that's a high stressed individual and you really need that help to manage your adrenal glands and your cortisol responses. Um, but usually over time, when we're working on your cortis uh, your stress and all that, we get that under control without always having to have ginseng, then we would go off of it and you wouldn't want to be taking it at that point. So, but if you are stressed and you are tired all the time, you want to be taking it, but working on all these other causes of what's going on. I love that. Cause it really goes back to the idea that, you know, supplements are great, but they're supplemental to a healthy diet and a healthy lifestyle. And if we can actually maintain a healthy diet and a healthy lifestyle, we don't have to be on any one supplement for any long length of time. They can kind of come naturally in the diet and in the things that we're eating and around and give us those benefits, you know, along the way for somebody who is struggling with energy levels and they want to get to the root cause, you know, like you just mentioned, even with ginseng, okay, that, that helps, but it's not getting to the root. What's, why is there a cortisol issue, right? Why is there blood sugar issues and so forth? And they want to see you to help get on a plan to get to the root cause and truly heal from the core issues of their energy problems. How can they get a hold of you? How you get a hold of me is visit my website, integrativemedica.com. Find my phone number there. Give my receptionist a call and set up a visit with me or some of my other great doctors. You could set up a virtual or in-person visit. You could also set up a visit online if you would like. Thank you so much, Dr. Jake. Okay. And we'll make sure and put um, some of this information in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a five-star review. And for everyone else, we will see you next week. Hey, Dr. Jake, thank you for your time today. And if you enjoyed the show, then do us a favor and leave a review. It helps more people to find the show, which could save their life. And remember, this is a podcast and should not replace personalized attention from a medical professional like Dr. Jake. If you or someone you know has been diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder, cancer of any stage, or a life-changing illness, visit our website today and schedule a virtual appointment with one of our doctors who can lead you to a treatment plan in your area. That's integrativemedica.com. Integrative, M-E-D-I-C-A.com. Thank you for listening to the Integrative Medica podcast with Dr. Jake. To hear past episodes and get alerts for the future, subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform and be sure to follow us on YouTube as well. Just search for Integrative Medica with Dr. Jake.